Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The chase is on. Welcome to Chasing Ball Game, the wicked quick sports betting podcast that is fired up for Friday. I am Jimmy Brown, and I will be your guide for this weekend show. And I'm going to arm you with all of the right information for this weekend in the world of sports. Chasing Ball Game is brought to you by top-rated online sportsbook, mybookie.ag, which is the official sports betting site of the Chasing Ball Game podcast. If you are going to be betting on the Super Bowl, then you have to bet at mybookie.ag. Sign up now, use the promo code CHASER, and you will get a 100% bonus up to 3,000 smackaroos to bet on the Super Bowl. I personally want to reach out and say thanks to all of you for all the emails and tweets and all sorts of messages, social media that I got for this week. We took some time off, and I know we're a weekly show, we're a daily show, but we're new. We're new. We've only been going for about two weeks, and we want to make sure we're going to be at our best. We realize that we are not at our best right now, and that's expected, but we're going to get there. we got to do a little bit more work on the production. We're also going to get the time slot because, as most of you know, uh, our shows right now are recorded the night prior for the day. Um, but we're getting better, and it's all thanks to you. So just give it a little time, and we're glad you're hanging around. I want to give thanks and a special shout-out to Jack Woods. He hit me up on Twitter, and he said, keep the podcast going. Don't let a few L's chase you off. The NBA stuff is good. Thanks, Jack. Trust me, I'm okay with L's. I get enough of those in my life. But we really just want to make this podcast the best it can be for you guys because we're all about you. We're all about the community. Uh, We're all about the fans who are called chasers who help out by basically giving us a bunch of information and just chiming it in. We like to feature it right here on the show. So if you want to be featured, become a chaser like Jack. Hit me up. You can find me at Chasing Ball Game, Twitter, Facebook, you name it, and get good info uh, like the stuff I have for you today. Here's the rundown. We are going to start in the NBA with Betting the Buckets, the NBA segment of the podcast that is getting rave reviews. That's because it has great features like Beyond the Box Score. Today I'm going to tell you why real news can be useless unless you read between the lines another feature we have. I'll add a calendar crunch, and of course I'll give you a pick for Friday night in the association. And then finally, the time is here. No more waiting, people. The Super Bowl is here. What I consider to be two of the longest weeks in sports, the week leading up to the Super Bowl, is over. So after I give you a ton of information on the Super Bowl, I'll take a look at the odds like I do for every podcast. I'm going to really break down the Falcons and the Patriots. I've given you betting props. I've given you stats. I've given you trends. And now it's time. Today I'm going to give you my play on not only the side and the total when it comes to betting against the spread for the Super Bowl. Chasing ball game, blazing quick with more than one pick every time we hit the airwaves. So let's go. Not going to talk college basketball today, but don't you worry. We have plenty of time to talk about that, and we will. We're also going to move on to college football, and of course, we are going to talk Major League Baseball. If you are not betting on baseball, you are missing out. Chasers, hit me up. I want to grab a bunch of good, smart baseball handicappers and feature you on the show each and every week because I'm going to be talking about it. I love baseball. 
and I can't wait to get it. I know it's a slow start of the season, but you guys will love it. Trust me on that. So let's go betting the buckets. I'm going to start with beyond the box score, and I'm looking back at the game between the Celtics and the Raptors. Look, the Celtics, let me go one game back before that, Celtics against the Pistons. The Celtics didn't cover in the game against the Pistons, although they really should have. But to me, what was very impressive is that they still won. They were in a calendar crunch. They were playing five games, seven nights. They still pulled it off. Now they make a great comeback against the Raptors, and the Celtics currently on a five-game winning streak, and they're playing great second-half basketball for sure. Isaiah Thomas getting all the love, and for good reason. There's already talk about the Celtics being Eastern Conference contenders, but hold up on that for a minute. Please don't overact to this run. Look, I'm a Celtics fan, full disclosure. I love the Celtics, and I love what they're doing, no doubt about it. But I'm not racing to the betting window, especially right now. NBA is a long season. I'd rather them hit a nice little losing patch of three in a row or lose to the Cavs maybe in a big blowout fashion, and then you can buy in if that's exactly what you want to do. But as I mentioned, Isaiah Thomas getting all the love. He deserves it. Against the Raptors, 19 of his 44 points in the fourth quarter. The last four games, he's averaging 34.3 points per game. The second half numbers is what I'm starting to look at. Because like I mentioned, the game against the Pistons. Again, Isaiah Thomas had 24 of his 41 points in the fourth quarter. The Pistons outscored the Celtics by four. But remember, it was a calendar crunch. During the streak, they outscored the Magic by 10 in the second half. The Rockets by 17. And the Raptors by 16. So to me, when I break down these games and I look for betting angles in the future... Right now, if you really want to get the most value out of the Celtics, it might be betting them in the second half. Every game is different. Don't do it blindly. Check it out. Look for percentages at halftime, maybe rebounds at halftime. Find out where teams are going, what they're doing. Um, That game against the Raptors was a bit unique because not only was it an Eastern Conference foe, but Brad Stevens blew up at halftime. He never does that. So I think that made that a bit different. So, again, don't run to the betting window and just bet on the Celtics in the game or in the second half. But right now, they're hot. But I I personally think if we're talking about single games or winning the Eastern Conference, they're probably overvalued right now. So pay attention to the latest news and headlines. Speaking of the latest news and headlines, look, here's the deal. I hear this all the time. I get questions all the time on the Twitter. Why don't you cover latest news? Why don't you give us opinions on stuff going on in the news today? Uh, well, uh, because it's often full of fluff and not interesting. I mean, if you're listening to the radio right now or podcast about the Super Bowl, you're getting nothing. You're getting interviews with ex-athletes, and sure, those are fun to listen to. I'll bite in. Or, or maybe you're getting some quote-unquote hot takes about how Tom Brady and his relationship with Donald Trump. Or if you're a basketball fan, maybe you're hearing about the NBA head coach's take on the Muslim ban. I'm not saying that stuff's not important. I'm not even saying I couldn't give you an opinion on that kind of stuff that might incite some great conversation. I'm sure I could. That's not what Chasing Ballgame is all about. I don't got time for fluff. I don't got time. So when I'm looking at Twitter and Facebook, I don't got time for fluff. What I want to do is be different and give you stuff that you don't get because you can get that all the time. And I listen to that stuff. I'm down. The entertainment value is there. But I want to give you my thoughts on how that could help you. For example... Let's go back a few days ago, the LeBron James versus Charles Barkley feud. Um, If you're an NBA fan and you haven't seen it, you've obviously been living underground, which is fine. But basically, Barkley once again called out LeBron James pretty much about a week ago for whining, uh, which he did. And LeBron James blew up, and he took some pretty personal shots at Barkley, but that's okay. Look, if you're Charles Barkley, you're probably used to it. So let me look at this from a few angles. First of all, Barkley's a journalist now. He's a journalist now, so he's just doing his job. Now he's taking jabs. 
No doubt about it. And if I'm LeBron, you're probably a little more offended than Barkley does it than, let's say, a local beat guy in Cleveland. Because Barkley's a pretty good basketball player. He didn't win championships. We could argue about that. But he's pretty good. But here's what I really saw. Here's what I really saw. LeBron James is frustrated. The ownership is frustrated. Cleveland's not in trouble. Cleveland's still one of the better teams in the East. But look, that trade deadline's coming up. They're going to be active. They have no other choice. The problem is you can argue that LeBron James has put them in an impossible position. He wants them to spend a lot of money, which they don't have. So because of that, he wants help. The ownership can't get help. They're trying to show how they can't get help by trying to make trades that they're not going to make. Meanwhile, the Cavs are losing. Not only are they losing, but they're losing winnable games. This is LeBron James' worst month in his NBA career. Think about that. So this is the frustration bubbling out to the surface. And you can see it because, look, Barkley's not saying anything crazy. I mean, Barkley's been saying this stuff his whole career. And he's been getting on guys like LeBron James. So to me, for him to break his cool and the whole new sheriff is in town, yeah, yeah, great. But to me, this shows you how frustrated this team is. And I want to watch him during this trade deadline. Don't get me wrong. The Cavs are one of the best teams in the East. They will still be there. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't make it. I wouldn't be surprised if Boston or even Toronto, if healthy, can give them a run. But this frustration is something you've never seen from LeBron. And look, this is the same kind of frustration that led for him leaving to Miami. Do I think he's going to leave to Miami? Or another team, I should say. He's not going back to Miami. No. I think that ship has sailed, so to speak. I think he'd rather be known as the guy that came back to Cleveland and saved the championships. I don't think he's going anywhere. But I do think it puts this team in a tough spot where maybe everybody's on pins and needles. Maybe they're worried about everybody being traded. Maybe the we'll call them second-tier players, are pretty much unhappy with the leadership. So I think that makes for a very vulnerable Cavaliers team, especially in the right spot, when you're betting on or against them. So to me, that is the way you cover a headline, not with this other fluff that everybody else has given you. And now on to the crunch. This is the part of betting the buckets. It's like a gift that just keeps on giving. Find good spots, bad spots in the calendar. We find the winners with it. So here are a few teams to watch heading into this weekend. Plus into the future of the Hawks. They play on Saturday night against the Magic. Third game, four nights. The same can be said for the Magic. They're in a three and four. They have travel, of course. So with both teams in a crunch, what do you do? Well, to me, it's a good time to look at the total. Don't get a lot of defense when teams are tired. The problem on the flip side, they don't hit a lot of jump shots. So if you have a jump shooting team that doesn't go to the boards, I would lean under. Otherwise, I would lean over. Not a play. Again, counter crunch. Just me picking out situations. Memphis Grizzlies. Decent road trip. Just won a game in Denver. Tough place to play. Now they're going to play back-to-back road games to end the trip at Oklahoma City and at Minnesota. Minnesota game could be a letdown spot. Three games, four nights, and four games and six nights. Grizzlies in a crunch. Looking into the future, when the Bucks host Miami on the 8th of February, it will only be their fourth game in 11 days. That's what we call a good crunch. Plenty more coming up next week. Take a look at the Sixers schedule, the Suns schedule, the Nuggets, the Thunder. If you got any, make sure to share them. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Facebook, at Chasing Ball Game. I will share everything you give me either right here or on Twitter um, because together we find all the crunches. Look, I bring them up. Sometimes I bring them up on one podcast, and I forget about it when it comes time to bet on them because there's so many going on. There's so many things going on. But let's get to the picks. As I mentioned, I'd stay up the Celtics. They're getting all the love right now. To me, that line is inflated. Double digits against the Lakers. I'm not buying in. Lean Oklahoma City. Grizzlies in a crunch. I get it. 
Um, again, that's not my pick tonight. Staying away from the Bucks and keep in mind, and I'll talk about this next week. The Bucks pulled off a trade Friday night. Miles Plumley to the Hornets Thursday night. Excuse me. Miles Plumley to the Hornets for Spencer Hawes, Roy Hibbert. Uh, I posted on Twitter. Look, trade deadline. You have to be careful because teams are going to start adjusting. They're going to start losing role players. They're going to have to figure out how to fill holes. So. To me, this is why they kind of coast into the All-Star break because they're trying to figure that stuff out. Keep an eye on that. But my pick tonight, give me the Portland Trail Blazers. I'm looking at minus 4.5. I see a 4 out there. If you can grab it, get it. Calendar crunch for the Mavericks. Four games and six nights. Somehow they get a tough two-game West Coast trip. They're going to be outmanned, if you ask me. I know Dallas is kind of close to the West Coast. Probably not a big deal. I think it is. The Mavericks, they've had some big wins this year. But they're just 6-18 and 18 on the road. Blazers have a very good home court advantage, if you will. Portland getting strong play in the middle, too. Mason Plumley double-digit rebounds each of his last seven games and notched five double-doubles in that same time span. Mavericks will be without Andrew Bogut again. I think that's a big, I think that's a big problem. Excuse me. Trail Blazers 7-3 against spread in their last 10 whole games. Give me the Blazers for the win, and that will do it for betting the buckets. And here we are, the big stage. The Super Bowl. Look, if you think you know who will win, and I do, and you like to bet on the games, and you like to bet money, I don't care if you're super experienced, I don't care if you've never bet on football before, please check out mybookie.ag. I would not suggest a sportsbook to you that I don't play at. I play at this sportsbook personally. Um, Also, they help out the show. So if you help them out, you help us out here. Look, here's the biggest thing. They're safe. And in this day and age, you don't know which sportsbooks are safe. Not only that, but you play, you win, and you get paid, and everybody likes to get paid. Sign up at mybookie.ag right now. Use this promo code, Chaser, C-H-A-S-E-R. Tell them you heard about us, or tell them you're a Chaser, that you follow them from the Chasing Ball Game podcast. You will get an exclusive 100% bonus. You will get up to $3,000 to bet on sports, and tell them that you want a free Super Bowl square, and that you are a Chaser, and you will get it to enjoy the big game and have an extra chance at winning big money. All right, let's go. The big game's here. Every podcast that we did, we covered the odds. This one's not going to be any different. Here's the deal. This is a Friday podcast. Right now, about 67% on the Patriots. Don't think that'll change. Maybe goes up to 69, maybe goes down to 65. The line, minus three across the board. I see some plus 106s out there. I see some minus 105s out there where they kind of want a little bit of Patriot money from you, but nothing to change. From the start, right? Doesn't change too much from the start. Total, 58. Was up to 58 and a half. So I'm seeing a few 58s come down. But here's what I will tell you about the odds, okay? This is going to be the eighth consecutive Super Bowl with a point spread of a touchdown or less. The fifth time in the last seven seasons that the spread in the Super Bowl was three points or fewer. This is not new. This is not new to Vegas. This is not new to offshore sportsbooks. They know what they're doing. I also will tell you that if there's going to be a change, I expect it to be over the weekend because that is when you will get the last influx of action. The public hits it late. They always do. Don't expect this to be any different. To me, if you like it, get it. But let's get to the picks. First, let's start with the total. I'm not going to waste any time. I'm taking the under. Now, I know you're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. I get it because all you see is points. Falcons, huge offense. Patriots, huge offense. Averaging 30 points a game. Probably be in the 70s. And look, maybe it could be, but I'm on the under. To me, the Pats are going to try to run the ball more than maybe they would. Falcons, they're aggressive. They're aggressive. Okay? 36% blitz rate in the playoffs for the Falcons. 
If they did that during the regular season, it would have ranked fifth. So they're turning up the heat in the postseason. That's how you stop Tom Brady. You do. And the Patriots have a team total, if you're looking at team totals, of 30.5 points. They've scored 30 or more points just once in their eight all-time appearances in the Super Bowl. No Super Bowl has featured 58 or more points since Super Bowl 47. By the way, that one went over. But only eight of the prior Super Bowls have reached at least 58 points. Eight of the 50 prior Super Bowls at least 58 points, which means for the most part, you do not get high-scoring games too much. And think about this. Only the 10th time the Super Bowl has featured a total of at least 50, and only three of those have went over the total. So please hold your nose. This is going to be difficult because you want this one to go over, and it's going to be close. But I'm going to take the under. Give me the under. The bigger play for me is the side, so let's get right to it. It's a bit more difficult, and if you're looking at the side, Here's the deal. People are either dropping the three points with the Patriots or they're taking the money line at Atlanta. Can't blame them. Underdog 11-3 in the last 15 games. One game closed it as a pick so that one was on the list. But the Falcons are going to have to adjust all day against this Patriots team, I think, on both sides of the ball. If they pressure Tom Brady, like I mentioned, they're sending a lot more heat. It could be a big, big problem. Tom Brady's pretty good. This just in, he's pretty good. We like to break news here. He has a 125.7 passer rating and a 90.4 QBR, which are both ranked number one overall this year when he's blitzed. Over the past three years when blitzed, a league-best 92.2 QBR. He only takes 2.7 sacks of the time. He gets rid of the ball. He throws it short. He's got running backs. He's got slot receivers. More on that because another advantage that the Pats have to me, healthy backfield. Deion Lewis, James White, LeGarrette Blount. They can run the ball. They can pass the ball. If they can force the Falcons into man-to-man, which they're going to try to do, especially in short situations, it's going to open up a vulnerability, in my opinion, in the Falcons' defense. Atlanta allowed a league-high 53.5 receiving yards per game to running backs. The Patriots, on the other hand, on defense, which, by the way, to me, if you're looking for the matchup to watch and you want to have a lot of fun, It's got to be Matt Patricia's defense against Kyle Shanahan's offense. To me, that's incredible. Both coaches are great. Both coaches should be head coaches. Kyle Shanahan's about to be. Um, That'll be the matchup to watch. And the Falcons offense, high scoring, deep passes, love to get at it with big plays. The Patriots defense, best in the league when it comes to yak. That's yards after catch. They've only allowed a league low, 4.1 yards after catch on opposing receptions this season. They've only allowed... 16 pass plays of 30 yards or more this season. That's the fifth fewest in the league. And when you're like, okay, that's all right. Think about this. Teams threw the seventh most passes in the league against them. So all teams were doing were throwing against this defense. And all they were doing was throwing deep because, for the most part, they were down. Because we know the Patriots were killers against the spread. Falcons also struggle against slot wideouts, a specialty of the Patriots with Edelman and pretty much everybody else on on that side of the ball. This is another reason to me that the Pats will not only control the clock, not only move the ball, but they will ultimately win the Super Bowl. My Super Bowl pick, now here's a little bit of a disclaimer too. It's kind of a hedge for me because for those of you that listened a few weeks ago, actually early into the playoffs, I bought into the Falcons to win the Super Bowl at plus 250. So now it's a little bit of a hedge for me, so just keep that in mind while you're making your pick. But for my final score, Patriots 30, Falcons 20. Three. It's going to be close, people. It's going to be fun, and I think this game will be everything that it is advertised to be.
That will do it for Chasing Ball Game. Thanks for stopping by and hanging out. Remember, you can catch us on Blog Talk Radio. We're also on iTunes, and we're not done yet. We're going to be all over the place. Join in the fun. Become a chaser. All you have to do to be featured right here on the Chasing Ball Game podcast. Hit me up on Twitter or Facebook, at Chasing Ball Game, just like the latest chasers who love to share info, who have just followed along, like my buddy Jack Woods I mentioned, Sports Talk 1240 and Blaine Daily. I appreciate you guys. Welcome to the chase because it's all about sports betting fans and building this great community, and we are off to a great start, and it's because of you. I am truly blessed. Keep spreading the word, and let's keep growing. Thanks again. Enjoy your weekend, and certainly enjoy the biggest game of the year. We are going to take Monday off because the Super Bowl should be holiday, right? I think so, and we'll be right back at it on Tuesday. So, again, spread the word, enjoy the weekend, and get on board. And until then, win big at the betting window during the Super Bowl and keep on chasing. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.